Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us of our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. We give you thanks for your 
God, who were pleased to give us the shining example of the Holy Family, graciously grant that we may imitate them in practicing the virtues of family life in the bonds of charity. And so, in the joy of your house, delight one day in eternal rewards. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of Sirach. God sets a father in honor over his children. A mother's authority he confirms over her sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preserves himself from them. When he prays, he is heard. He stores up riches who reveres his mother. Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children. And when he prays, he is heard. Whoever reveres his father will live a long life. He who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fail, be considerate of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will not be forgotten. Firmly planted against the debt of your sins, a house raised in justice to you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please join in singing our responsorial psalm. The text is, The Lord Remembers His Covenant Forever.
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against each another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also do. And over all these, put on love. That is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of Christ control your hearts, the peace into which you were also called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, as in all wisdom you teach and admonish one another, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. The word of the Lord. Thanks. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves, or two young pigeons, in accordance with the dictate and the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ, the Lord. It came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms, blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in sight of all the peoples, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. 
And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise in many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanel and the tribe of Asher. She was in advanced years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who are awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We can take from our modern society and our current culture the somewhat distorted images of family life. All we need do is turn on television and find ourselves engaging in dialogue and conversation with desperate housewives of Atlanta. Or perhaps being curious and being caught up in what is happening to the Kardashians. And we can get caught up in such a way that we lose sight of the richness, the delicacy, and the intimacy of family. And so, within the octave of Christmas, the church celebrates the Holy Family of Nazareth, Jesus, the eternal Word, Son of God, made flesh. Mary, conceived in her immaculate conception and designated by God to be the mother of Jesus. And Joseph. And Joseph. And I would propose today that the imperative is that we discover the uniqueness and the importance of Joseph in the Holy Family of Nazareth. That we come to really see him as the glue that holds it all together. We don't have much in the way of scripture to discover an in-depth study of his person or personality. But we do know that he is a man who listens to God. And he is a man who acts on God's word. He is a man whose life is somewhat turned upside down. And he is invited and challenged by God to embrace 
a dynamic that goes and stretches beyond the ordinary, the norms. He is invited to be the builder. After all, he is a carpenter, what we know of Holy Scripture. But a builder now of a family, not merely an ideal, not merely an imaginary screenplay for a television sitcom, but rather with his hands and in his heart in his saying yes to God, here they are, build them into a family. And Joseph is given the task in so many ways of being the head of this household, taking charge in making sure that Mary is brought safe to Bethlehem for the birth of her child. Building that family in terms of faith and tradition by bringing Mary and the child to the temple for purification and for consecration. He who will be responsible for their very lives as they become refugees and navigate their way to Egypt. And as I said, we don't understand or know the factual dynamics of Joseph, but we're able to glean from these events someone who is certainly the one who pulls this family together. And so I pull him out as our reference tonight on this solemnity of the Holy Family. Returning then to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth, the child grows and becomes strong, filled with wisdom. It is the work and action of Joseph, I believe, that makes that happen with all due respect to Our Lady. It's Joseph that becomes the linchpin that forms and shapes Christ through his boyhood and giving him the basis for his manhood. And so as a people of faith, we are familiar with the depiction of the Holy Family on the many Christmas cards that we receive and send. But I think it behooves us to take a closer and a second look at this person named Joseph, righteous, just, and upright. And in him, discover how we, as family, can be instruments of God by our listening, by our hearing, by our obedience to the word of God. In this way then, the family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph gives to us then a renewed picture of family and family life. Nazareth, with all its activities of life and of growing, is for us a model for our own lives to build and to grow according to the will of God. And that with Mary and Jesus, 
but if you will, most importantly, Joseph, the linchpin for us to direct and to have our lives built according to the specs of God and the specs of the carpenter that each of us contributes to being a holy family in our own way, within our lives, within our community, within our world. The bread of life in Bethlehem, which became our savior, the bread that was perhaps baked by Mary and the materials supplied by Joseph also gives to us a picture of how family can be Eucharist with and for one another. So as you're reviewing your Christmas cards, as you're getting ready to perhaps clear the mantle, fireplace, or the wheel that holds your cards, Take another look at Joseph. Pause for a moment to draw him into your life, into my life. And wonder how we too can become strong and filled with wisdom as we observe and watch who he is and what he does in the context of the Holy Family of Nazareth. We profess and proclaim the Nicene Creed with one heart and one voice, who we are and what we believe. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. And for us, men, and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit, was incarnate the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. And to our gracious and loving God, we offer these particular needs, hopes, and aspirations that we bring this day in our prayer of intercessions. Our response this evening is open our hearts, O Lord. May we trust that our church family grows in deeper understanding of the voice of your Holy Spirit and Pope Francis. We pray, open, open our, our hearts, hearts, O Lord. O Lord. May families everywhere commit to be present to one another, the first responsibility of family life. We pray. Open, open our, our hearts, hearts, O Lord. May we find a home in the heart of Mary, our mother. We pray. Open our hearts, O Lord. As we become aware of the wounds caused by our family members, may we choose forgiveness and peace. We pray. Open our hearts, O Lord. For those in our prayer request list in the bulletin and all who are suffering from the physical, emotional, or mental challenges, may they be comforted by the sign of love of the baby in the manger. We pray. Open our hearts, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially those who have entered eternal life this week, 
Father Mike Harkarik, Paul Harlack, Jeffrey Vogel, and Richard Wiseman. May they be welcome into God's kingdom. We pray. Open our hearts, O Lord. We remember Irene Neisel and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Open our hearts, Lord. And calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, Hail Mary full, full of grace, grace. the Lord, Lord is, is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, number 446, O Little Town of Bethlehem, number 446. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and of all his holy church. We offer you, Lord, the sacrifice of conciliation, humbly asking that through the intercession of the Virgin Mother of God and Saint Joseph, you may establish our families firmly in your grace and your peace through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For in the mystery of the word made flesh, a new light of your glory has shone upon the eyes of our minds so that as we recognize in him God made visible, we may be caught up through him in love of things invisible. And so with angels and archangels, thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks and gave it to his disciples saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. A mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and ministered to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, William, William and Mark, his assisting bishops, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Irene, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she, who is united with your son in a death like his in baptism, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, in particular the beloved members of our own families and those of the parish community. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Queen of Peace, Daughter of Israel, with Blessed Joseph, her most chaste spouse, the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, 
Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, God Almighty, Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. The Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil deliver us Lord we pray from every evil graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, and blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Bring those who refresh with this heavenly sacrament, most merciful Father, to imitate constantly the example of the Holy Family, so that after the trials of this world, we may share their company forever through Christ our Lord. Amen. For the last time, Monday is not a holy day of obligation. 
We'll have mass celebrating Mary, the mother of God, 10 o'clock up at St. Mary's, but it is not, I repeat for the last time, not a holy day of obligation. On behalf of Father uh, Michael and Deacon Frank uh, and Deacon Bob and the parish staff of uh, Mary, Queen of Peace, our prayers and our wishes for a blessed and healthy and happy new year to all of you and your families and that you grow in holiness and faith in the new year to come as we continue to pray for peace in our world. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mass is ended. Go in peace. Glorify the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. Do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, for the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Please join in singing our closing hymn, number 424, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. We will sing all three verses. Yeah.